Um, I had gone to college and then grad school, and then I ended up with some day jobs that they were they were great day jobs, but I found myself easily getting bored and kind of thinking, well, I don't necessarily want to be stuck to a specific nine to five schedule for the rest of my life. And I have all these other things that I want to do. And so I just took the leap and went went after it. So thank you, Lexi, for sitting down with us today. Um, currently, Ryan is running late. So we'll let him in when he gets here. But why don't you start out and tell us what it is that you do? For sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's it's exciting. I've never been on a podcast before, so this will be a great experience. So I own On 93rd and Grace and Liftbridge Bagels. I do, um, the Liftbridge Bagels is a bagel operation that I started in December. Um, weekly bagel ordering, it started with just like a weekly box with cream cheese flavor, and it's evolved into cream cheese filled bagel bites, as well as everyone has their favorite bagel flavor. So you can kind of order a variety of flavors as well as I switch up a half and half box every week. It's a half a dozen bagels, two different kinds with cream paired with a matching cream cheese every week. Yeah. And then um, on 93rd and Grace actually started about a year ago and I make mug cake mixes. So they, they can be shipped and obviously the bagels can't be shipped very well right now. <laughs> right. Um, but the mug cake mixes go into different retail stores. I've also worked with some gift box companies and then, um, pop-up markets, different things. People get them for gifts and random little afternoon pick-me-ups. So that's been a lot of fun too. Okay. And you said it was a mug cake. Yes. How does that work? And like, what what is that? Yeah. So a mug cake mix, it's an individual serving size of cake. It's just the dry mix that you pour in a mug that's like microwave or oven safe. And then you add your choice of milk and then you mix it up. You cook it, you can do it in the microwave or in the oven and you literally have one serving of cake. Seriously? Seriously. Yep. There's no mess and there's no leftovers. And so it's like just perfect. I've never, I've never heard of it. I've never seen it. Like that's cool. Oh yeah. I should have brought you some. I didn't even think about that. I think when I was in high school, there was a trend going around of people using like the Betty Crocker cake mixes Mm -hmm. and they would just like, they had a specific measurement. The instructions did for measuring out a certain amount to go perfectly in a mug with water or an egg or something. I can't remember. And then the more I was at home last year, I was kind of divvying up my own favorite cake mixes into different smaller portions because I would make a whole cake and I couldn't eat a whole cake on my own. Right. And then it would get dry. So I thought, well, I'll just portion it out. And then I thought, well, everybody needs a little fresh portion of cake. So I started just packaging them. Very cool. Has and has your background, have you always been like an entrepreneur at heart or how did you, how did you get started with this? I grew up, both of my parents own businesses. Um, so I kind of grew up with the knowledge of knowing that it's a possibility. Um, I had gone to college and then grad school and then I ended up with some day jobs that they were, they were great day jobs, but I found myself easily getting bored and kind of thinking, well, I don't necessarily want to be stuck to a specific nine to five schedule for the rest of my life. And I have all these other things that I want to do. And so I just took the leap and went, went after it. Okay. Was there, was there anything specifically that kind of pushed you or kicked you over the edge? 
Um, not necessarily. My, my brother was super encouraging in terms of like going after it. And so I think I just made the decision one day and I said, I'm just, I'm going to do it. So I, I did it for a while alongside my, my regular day job. I worked at Memorial Blood Centers in the office Okay, and then, um, just decided to take the leap about last October full time. And then that's kind of when the bagels started formulating and going. And so it's been fun to, to develop it and see where it's gone. Yeah. And how long, how long do you think that you waited? How long were you sitting there in the office? Like, oh, there's gotta be something else. How how long did it take you to take the leap? It, it felt like a really long time, but I think it was probably only four or five months that it was kind of starting to percolate, I guess, for lack of a better word. And then before actually pulling the trigger and going for it. Okay. So that started back in October of 20. 20 or 2019? Um, no, it, it started, I started my business last July. So not even quite a year ago. And then, um, October came around and I had finally decided that's when I was going to be, going to be done with my day job. Got it. Okay. And how has everything been going business wise for you thus far? It's been going, I've definitely, I've definitely seen steady growth and it's been, it's kind of been crazy to watch it go. I mean, the Duluth and Superior communities in general are huge champions for small businesses. And so it seems like if somebody latches onto it, then they share it. And then someone else will latch onto it and they share it. So it's been it's been really cool to watch it just disperse into the community and have people embrace it. Yeah. Um, I think that one of the things that we hear on this podcast a lot is like Duluth and the other it's very entrepreneurial yeah and the business community supports one one another so much um i think it's it's super cool can you talk about kind of the community and how they've been instrumental to your business yeah um i think there are so many people i mean just watching how many new food businesses have popped up in the last year has been incredible and i think that that goes to show that the Duluth community is very much into food. They, they love good food and they love food made by their community and they rally around their people that make their food and it's, and grow their food. I mean, not just, not just the restaurant business, but also the agriculture business around here. There are so many different options for CSAs and whatnot. So it's been, it's been cool to be a part of that and to be a part of the business side of it as well. So, Bagels. I know how you got started with the the mug cake. Yeah, cake in a mug. Um, why bagels? What attracted you to that? I like bagels aren't the most, I would say, profitable item to sell. But there's got to be a reason why you went that route. For sure. So I, for the longest time, I remember going to a bagel shop. In I don't remember. I must have been in college and we were on like a band tour or a choir tour or something and we would stop at random fast food places and there were a few of us that weren't necessarily interested in McDonald's but anytime you stop at one of those places there are oftentimes multiple different options for food and so we would we had found a bagel shop once and I just thought that was the most fascinating thing cuz growing up I grew up in a small town in South Dakota didn't really even have takeout options except maybe the local VFW or the local bar and 
So the idea that someone could make a sandwich out of a bagel and sell it, it was just, it was very cool for me. And then my husband and I actually went to New Zealand about three years ago and we stopped in a little town called Dunedin on the South Island and we were looking for food options. We were at our Airbnb, we were starving and we thought, well, what, what do we got? So we pulled up Yelp and we thought, well, what are we going to find? And Austin actually found this little place called Beam Me Up Bagels. So it was a Star Trek, Star Wars themed bagel shop. Really? Kind of, yeah, in the heart of the city, right across the street from the Botanical Gardens, which we were going to go check out anyway. So we went and we got it and their sandwiches were like Darth Bacon and the Wookiee and <laughs> Ham Solo, I think was another one. So just really fun themed Please tell me they had a bagel etched out as the Millennium Falcon. They might have. I don't quite remember, <laughs> actually. I should go back and look at some photos because I probably took a picture of one. Totally geeking out over here. Oh, that's totally cool. <laughs> I never got into the Star Wars, Star Trek thing, but it's it's very well loved, I know. Yes. Um, so that was fun. My I had gotten the Wookiee, which was a cinnamon sugar, I think, bagel with cream cheese, lemon curd, and strawberries. So it was just a fruity, fresh, delicious bagel, and it was amazing. And so when we got back to the States, it was kind of like I was always on a mission. If we were going to Minneapolis or if we were going traveling anywhere else, I'd kind of just look for a a fun bagel shop. And I couldn't really ever find one, and I don't know if that's because I wasn't super set on looking. And then I thought, well, heck, I'm just going to do it up. I'm just going to do my own. So it's just starting out for now as a pre-order and pickup um, pick up bagels after you get them ordered, and we'll we'll see where it goes from there. Okay. Um, now, do you and do you have a storefront that like where can people find you? Right now, I am making bagels in the Superior Business Center in Superior. They've got a they've got like an incubator kitchen, a shared kitchen space that so many businesses use, and it's it's an awesome space to use because. Y- I get to interact with a lot of some other business owners in town, and that's been a lot of fun. Um, and so that's where I'm making them, and they're just available for pre-order on my website right now, okay. which is just on 93rdandgrace.com. Perfect. What would you say the what do you, what would you think the hardest part about being an entrepreneur is thus far? Because you're pretty early in in the game. What, I am. Yeah. What do you think the hardest part is? For me, it's all of the pieces that go together, and it's making sure that the systems are created in the right way um, with the marketing, with the accounting, with the planning for the bake days, with getting the ingredients ordered, with the branding, with all the things, and it's just making sure my ducks are in a row so that I'm not missing anything so that I can provide the best product and the best experience that I can. And are you you're handling all of that all on your own? I am, Yes. Okay. How does, what is a normal, well, I'll say a normal day or maybe it's a a normal week. Like how are you planning all that out by yourself? Yeah. So when I, when I first started kind of taking on the bagel thing and the more and more tasks, I kind of set out my week. I said, I have Monday through Monday pretty much. So I, I set out certain days to do most of the accounting tasks, most of the days to get the content created for the different social media platforms and work on the marketing piece. And then um, definitely a chunk of time set for getting the days that I'm actually in the kitchen planned out so that I know what I'm making and I know about how much time it's going to take me. And then kind of filling in the gaps when I have time. Sure. 
So busy, you're busy. <laughs> My, I've got quite a few things to do. Yeah, I've, I've kind of tried to stay away from the idea of thinking, oh, I'm just busy because I, it, it had always pulled in a frantic mindset for me and then I wasn't able to actually effectively accomplish what I needed to. And right. so rather than thinking, rather than for myself thinking busy, I would always try and think, well, I'm just, I have a lot of things and it's a full schedule. I have a full plate that I need to make sure everything is taken care of. That's, that's a super good way of looking at things, like your mindset on how like if you, if you lay it out where it's that full plate and you're just taking pieces at a time, like it doesn't overwhelm you so much, right? right? Exactly. Yep. Okay. So on the, on the flip side, other side of the coin, mm-hmm. what would you say the best part about being an entrepreneur is? Well, for me, the best part is I really love making the bagels. I've, I mean, that's the part that's the most labor intensive, but it's, it's the part that I kind of get into a flow and I really enjoy working with the ingredients and I enjoy working with the dough. And then I also really like handing them to the people because people who buy bagels for whatever reason are the nicest people I've ever met. And (laughs) so they, they pick up the bagels and a lot of times they're like, OMG, I'm so excited. And that's the part that makes me happy is that they're so excited and they're happy to like get the bagels. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Very cool. Um, I guess my next question for you then would be is phrase it as what is Lexi's superpower? Superpower. Um, I would have to say, I think that I read people well. So I've always been an empathetic person. And I think that when I'm in conversation with somebody or I'm in a large room, I can, I can read it pretty well and then act accordingly. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, totally. I, I would say that I am also a very empathetic person and have that ability to, to read people, read a situation and act accordingly. Right. Yeah. (laughs) If you, I mean, I'm not sure if that's an awesome way to put it, but yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. So before we started this, you said something interesting to me that you actually came to Duluth for grad school. I did. Yes. And what did you go to school for? I went to grad school for collaborative piano. So I was in the music department. I got my undergrad in music performance with my concentration in piano and then, um, was off for a couple years and then came to grad school in Duluth, um, specifically for the lady who was the piano instructor up there. Um, her and I hit it off pretty well when I came for a visit. And so um, definitely wanted to come to Duluth. Okay. And yeah, so collaborative piano it was. And what was your, like, going into that, what did you want to do with the rest of your life at that point in time? I actually, as... I don't know how this sounds, but I didn't have a, this is what I want to do with my degree. When I was getting my undergrad, I knew that I wanted to go to grad school. And whether that's because much of the music life, unless you're in music education, is really like to get the next degree and to get up to the doctorate point. Um, I I knew I didn't want to go as far as getting my PhD, but I knew I didn't want to stop after getting my bachelor's. And so... I thought I would just kind of be giving up if I had just stopped after those four years. And so I knew that I wanted to go to grad school, but I really didn't have much of a, this is what I want to do with it afterwards. Sure. 
So kind of once you finished, you were going to figure it out as you kind of went along. Pretty much, yes. Okay. And then you did you end up right out of school at the Memorial Center? I actually worked for, I worked at a greenhouse that summer. Um, up in Hermantown here, I worked up at a greenhouse, which was, I love plants and I love being outside in the summer. And Duluth has, for the most part, pretty amazing summers. It's pretty awesome. So it was, it was a great opportunity to be outside. And then that fall, I actually started working with Lutheran Social Services in their financial counseling area. So I worked as, I worked in their scheduling department for a while, and then I transitioned to their debt management team where I helped kind of manage um, credit card accounts and different things for clients that would work with counselors. And then it was about a year and a half into that job that I transitioned to working in the recruitment department at Memorial Blood Centers. Very cool. And then you left there. In October, yeah. started the bagels, mm-hmm. and we got that rolling. The cake, get a mug, that's going. Yeah, what's what's next? What what are you thinking? What's going to be your next play? You know, I think I'm just gonna. I I really like the bagels, and I think I'm gonna just roll with it. As punny as that might sound, I'm gonna go with go with the bagels and see where that goes. See what the community's interest might be in that, and in the progress of that, whether that's a sandwich shop of sorts, or if it's literally just a back-end bagel bakery where I'm just making bagels for people who want them in bulk. So we'll just, we'll see, I guess. That's kind of, I never want to plan too far in advance exact things because you just don't know. And I think we've all kind of learned that, especially in the last year and a half. Yeah. So let's hypothetically say, just for fun, everything is going to go right. Yep. Um, Every business in town, they're ordering bagels. You are busy. You hire more people on. Like, where do you, where do you hope to be, and where do you see this? What it could be. Maybe not what you're planning, but where where it could be for sure. Where you where it could be, yeah. Yeah, I I would love it if, because um, oh, I drive by Duluth Duluth's Best Bread pretty frequently, and I really like their system how they've got this this cute little building and they've got this walk-up window and you just kind of go and they've got, they've got bread until they run out. I would, that would be, that would be cool. You know, you just make a whole bunch of bagels and then they're gone when they're gone. And it would be really fun to do like pop-up days where you would have two or three different sandwiches available like Thursday through Saturday. And it's just whatever, whatever's in season, whatever's available, whatever's delicious. And there's never like a completely set menu, but it's, um, always things that people people want. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. I think that and I've I've kind of noticed in the restaurant industry that they have some of some of the restaurants have gone to more of a pop-up type style like yeah. on Mondays they serve a, a shrimp sandwich and yeah. then on Wednesdays it's a pork sandwich or you know they have their set menus for days of the week mm-hmm. so I totally see where that that bagel idea of having a pop-up shop could totally work. I see a lot of possibilities for where bagels could fill a void because there aren't a lot of bagels. Like you go to a yeah. restaurant or like nobody serves bagels. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I don't know. It's, I think, well, most, most of the bagels that are, what I've learned is that most of the bagels that are commercially produced, they're not actually boiled. They're steamed. And I think that has to do with the efficiency of it. And so People who are out looking for that New York style bagel, full disclosure, I've actually never had a bagel out of New York. Fair enough. 
but <laughs> I I love making bagels. Um, but those those are that are commercially available are steamed, and if you, I've gone to like Sam's in the grocery store and I've looked at ingredients lists on those bags of bagels, and it's appalling to me because there are so many and there are so many that you can't pronounce and there are things that it's like to to prevent rotting or it's like the reasoning that they put these ingredients in is to preserve freshness where if you do it right you don't need to preserve the freshness and so because the if you if you don't preserve the freshness you just have to eat them right away or you can easily freeze them sure and it's fascinating to me that people still buy things with that many ingredients because my my big thing is that you want to use high quality ingredients you don't want to eat things in general that the list is long and you can't find things in your cupboard and so for me it's it's all about the quality of ingredients and the quality of the product i agree totally who would you say your ideal client is right now who are you hoping comes to you um when i when i started the bagel piece of it i really modeled the my perfect customer after after me which i'm not sure how that sounds but i was i was always looking for a good bagel and so someone who's looking for adventure someone who loves duluth someone who likes to be outside and someone who's looking for good food and so it's been interesting to see who who I've met through the process and who's purchased bagels through the process. And right away it was, I actually met, um, met a gal who she has the exact same kind of dog as I do. And it's, she has the same name as my dog. And so it was just fascinating that that happened. And so it's been fun to fun to explore the finding your customer and all of that. Yeah. No, Duluth is the, the biggest small town ever. Yes. So, um, so if somebody is looking to order bagels or cake in a mug, mm-hmm. where can they find you and how do they reach out to you? For sure. So I'm, I'm on Instagram and then my, my website where you can actually order from is on 93rdandgrace.com. So O-N-9-3-R-D-A-N-D-G-R-A-C-E. Com. And then from there, you can filter through if you want to look at mug cake mixes or you want to look at the Lift Bridge bagel boxes. And um, you can just order right on the platform there. And then I'll shoot you a text message or an email with just details about the pickup because right now pickup is in Superior at the Superior Business Center, as well as the Duluth Grills parking lot um, after I finish making the product. Okay, very cool. Would you say that primarily your marketing is social media based or how, how are you marketing? How are you getting the word out? It, it definitely started primarily social media based. Um, since then my email list has grown, which has been awesome. And so I've been able to utilize that a little bit. And then I've been, I've been incredibly blessed because the Duluth News Tribune published a quick review on it a few weeks ago, which, um, I wasn't expecting at all. It was just a, one of those things we like articles and I was just honored that they did that. And then, um, uh, Fox 21 actually came in and did a little like 30 second snippet. And so, um, the camera, the camera guy had come in and we had some good conversation and, um, took some shots and then they had a little thing on the evening news. And then the, 
Oh, the third thing that Superior Telegram just published a little article about the bagels as well. So that was, yeah, it's been kind of fun to see the media into it as well. Yeah. Superior Telegram, is that like a, like a little newspaper, like a, like I think Duluth has uh, Business North. Is the Telegram similar to that or? I think the Telegram is like a sister paper to the Duluth News Tribune, but it's, it's like superior focused for their, for their stories. That makes sense. Yeah. Are you doing any promotional giveaways, idea, like marketing campaigns, anything of that nature? Well, the, the thing that I can think of the most is I'm, I'm actually kind of excited about it. I'm putting together a weekend at the cabin box. So for the summer season, um, I've, I've partnered with some businesses in Duluth and it's going to be bagels, coffee, um, mug cake mixes, Oh, marshmallows. That's what the other thing was. Marshmallows. Yeah. As well as s'mores ingredients and then brats from Weicker Acres. So it's going to be this cabin pack that you can pick up on Thursdays. You'll have it all ready to go for the weekend. It'll be some of your food taken care of for you. I've also partnered with a friend of mine out of Texas, and she she has a holistic nutrition coaching business, and she's going to work up some cabin-friendly recipes, so like skewers and... Um, barbecue burgers and some popcorn recipes. And so we're going to include some recipes as well as like shopping lists to hopefully take off some pressure and some of the kind of like consistent having to plan for the food for the cabin weekend in hopes of making that part easier for everyone who is taken off to the cabin in the summer on the weekends. I'm in, I'm in on that. Awesome. I like that. Um, I guess one other question that I totally spaced out and didn't ask if you had one piece of advice to give to maybe our listeners who are thinking about taking the leap, what would you say to those individuals? I would definitely have to say, just go. Like you have to start before you're ready. Um, that That's the hardest part. Because for me, I wanted to make sure all my ducks were in a row and I wanted to make sure I had everything taken care of and I wanted to make sure I felt ready and it was, that's impossible. There's always going to be something. And if you... You just, you just have to go. And if you find the right people, you find the right support system, you find the right community, you find the right customers, they're going to be so helpful. They're going to, they're going to say, Hey, have you thought about this? Hey, what about this idea? And they're going to help you kind of morph it into where you're going, which has been huge. And it's also very encouraging and empowering. So definitely my advice, go, just go. Yeah, no, I could... Couldn't agree more. Um, I think that one of the reoccurring themes that we have with this podcast is just go, just start, just get out there, do it. And we're an example of this. You're an example of this is like, you don't have to quit your nine to five. You can start slow and you can work your way into it. Mm -hmm. And when you're ready, you can pull the trigger. Yeah. So very cool. Yeah. And for me, that was the best way to go because as soon as I... I was done with my nine to five, I got overwhelmed and it was this, oh my gosh, all these things. But when you, when I started, I knew I had a certain amount of time and there was obviously the overwhelm of like, oh my gosh, I got to get my licensing. I got to talk to the health department. I got to get the kitchen. I got to do all these things. But when, because I had limited myself to a certain amount of time during the day, it wasn't just all of this time, figure out what to do with it. It worked well for me. Yeah. That, that's awesome. I'm glad that everything is going good. Awesome. Um, 
Yeah, I think that that's really all that I had. Okay, um, yeah. I really appreciate the time, and thank you so much. For sure, yeah. So It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah.